thing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it does. Works. It does. Just Hello. Before we get going, I'm going to do the thing that the I'm guy told me bad. to do. I love doing this, even though I technically don't know what the F I'm doing. So let me do the intro first, and then we can get into it. Cool. Okay. <sighs> Hello. 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 What's up, bro? Hey, it's the What's Up Bro podcast. We talk movies, sports, TV shows, pop culture, and it's funny, motherfuckers. With Neri Signs. I'm like, what? How can this? <laughs> they have Photoshop. Photoshop exists when this artist rendition was done. How the fuck is this not cooler looking than a sketch that looks like it was done by a hillbilly off the side of the road? What the fuck are we talking? Why is this a thing? So you're telling me there's a chance. With Missy. Just let me finish my thought before you fucking interrupt me. Wrong room to ask questions. Welcome to the party, pal. And Mike Markadon. I'm, I'm just glad I like vanilla boring sex like this. I like that. I'm glad that the sex I enjoy doesn't get me, won't get me killed. That's how winning is done. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. We're here. It's hey. us. I'm attempting to actually put, and we're posted, and I'm done, and there's no phone, and now we're <laughs> going to try to do something. And, man, I got to talk to you about how the ADD has come off. But anyway, before we get started, oh. welcome to Woo Bro. <laughs> there are no bros in the house today, so it's going to be a good time. Woo bitch. Woo bitches. <laughs> uh, my name is Missy. With me is the lovely, wait, this way, the lovely. This way. Stephanie Myers Senior. Oh, look, someone actually said my name correctly. <laughs> Why people usually say it wrong? You know, like Mary always likes to put like a weird pause in it that I can't even duplicate because I don't remember how he does it. <laughs> he goes, Stephanie. Yeah, go. Stephanie. I don't know what that's about. Um, so it's just us today. Mike is on assignment in Hawaii, and Neri is actually out fighting crime. So since he's doing that, we decided to hold it down <laughs> and do this. <laughs> yeah. So let's see how that goes. I think it's going to go great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was going to tell you, because I don't know for the viewers that had watch or keep up with us. We talked about ADD a few weeks ago. Yeah. And then you and I. on our Patreon video. Probably. You should subscribe to our Patreon and I'm going to yeah. butcher it. So I'm, I'll just wait for instructions on how to pitch that later but um you and i did like a pop quiz of like you know point give yourself a point for each one and i and i know that i failed because i lost track of what question we were on about halfway through yeah and I was both like, you and mary started going off on different tangents and i was like well i think i know where this is gonna go <laughs> it was us three plus mike and i was like tell me you have add, ADD yeah. without telling me you have yeah. add <laughs> Yeah. And then there's Mike, the only like, I guess, neurotypical one out of us. But I mean, for his for ADD anyways, and he's the one in the corners being like, what is Yolanda's <sighs> here? Yay! She oh, yay. said, what's up, bro? With no bros. I know it's just us today. It's going to be a good time. And Jeff's here, too. <laughs> he says book club yay! because for those of us not in our chat. <laughs> <laughs> so TikTok, I don't know. Have you bought anything because TikTok like turned like it showed up on your for you page. 
Uh, I there- have a few things in my Amazon cart <laughs> because TikTok showed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind there's- of waiting and I keep, so I keep stopping myself because I'm an impulsive buyer to begin with. So I'm like already like, okay, I know how I can be. <laughs> yeah. However, I think this might be the first thing we all cracked on. So a few weeks ago, I sent Missy a TikTok that I found fascinating. Um, it was you and Q. Yes. Um, Quills uh, is a local poet, MC, uh, all around awesome artistic here. human. I'm going to yeah. go get it while you keep talking. Okay, cool. Oh, you have it. Yay. Okay. So I sent Missy this TikTok that was like, because I, I, you know, I've, I'm on book talk. I'm on a few different <laughs> subsections of TikTok. My, my for you page is all over the place, but you mm-hmm. know, go figure with my brain. Um, but yeah, the TikTok is actually describing this book by JJ Abrams and I forget the other author's name, Doug. So Oops, it's JJ Abrams, Abrams and Doug Dorst. Dorst. And it was like, you sent it to me and it was like something like this very, un, like not very well known book that he was part of like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, what I said to Steph was, um, I'm going to find it for us. And this will be the first book in our international book club. That was something <laughs> I told her. And then like it's three days later, <laughs> Jeff Q Jeff Jeff starts a chat with me, you, and Q, and he's like, "Hey, we're all getting the book," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I only talked to Steph about this, <laughs> yeah. but now we're all like super excited because uh, I picked up our copies. I'm mailing yours out tomorrow, but I picked Yay. up our copies today, and it was a glorious day because I hadn't been inside of a Barnes and Noble in quite some time, and they are letting people walk around without a mask inside. Uh-huh. So it was like my first shop, like normal shopping experience we since the pandemonium. <laughs> I know this is like old news to you because Australia cares. But for us, it's yeah. not like that. So <laughs> I was like, books, they smell. That's right. They do smell. <laughs> I, I have not used to smelling them throughout, like without this shit in my nose. Yeah. And within five minutes, I'm like walking around because uh, Jeff's wife, Christy, had asked me to go searching for some Harry Potter paraphernalia that I did not find. But mm-hmm. she had sent me looking for it. And as I was looking for it, obviously, I was picking up books. And I at one point, as I was know. like, you got to tell me where this is because I'm running out of arms and I've been here 10 minutes. And she's like, let me look it up on the website. And I'm like, cool. Still walking around. At one point, I had like a, an, a collection of Ernest Hemingway short stories. Uh, this book, Circe, I don't know if it's made like made it to your For You page, but it's supposed to be epic. This uh, It's a Greek mythology meets, I don't know. Game of Thrones, I think. I don't know. And Anything with Greek mythology, I tend to eat up. And this girl, this other book that I've heard, I've heard about a lot. It's called Daisy and the Sixes, which is this girl who uh, is in a band in the seventies, and it's just this it takes off and almost famous is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'm like, at this point, I'm waddling, and then I get a message from Chrissy. She's like, "Oh, it's not available for sale yet." I'm like, "Ma'am." <laughs> You sent me into a crack house without <laughs> crack in it. Like what? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. So me in a crack house. I'm walking out with a shit ton of meth. Like what is happening? <laughs> yeah. So at one point I was like, okay, like I'm talking to myself because this is my problem stuff. I have a subscription to Audible. I have oh. a bookcase full of books that I've bought, but I haven't read yet. 
a library membership, I mean, I don't need to buy books, but I have to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I Look, you are them. a product of the Beauty and the Beast generation. Yes. The endorphin rush we all experienced <gasps> when we un- saw that real. shot of Belle's library. Something completely unattainable for all of us, but every single one of us is just like, I need that. I yeah. That's probably it's, one of the best scenes in that entire movie is yeah. just when he gives her the library and you're like, uh, uh. yeah, this, this <laughs> is why people like love beasts. And it's like, I think one of the only reasons like beating the beast is like as big as it is, is because all our inner book nerds were like, oh, someone sees me. Correct. <laughs> That's my whole thing. By the way, Yolanda says that your background sums up motherhood, high chair, and wine. And honestly, (laughs) as a spectator, Yolanda, to this motherhood thing, I don't blame her. (laughs) I don't blame her at all. It's celebratory wine, not like, you know... um, Coping wine. (laughs) Coping wine. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, So, yeah. Part Part of the subscription I'm part of is a monthly wine club. You see? That's what I get every month. That's smart. That is yeah. totally smart. That was I, pre-motherhood, though. That was just because, like, wine here is actually really good. Oh, yeah? yeah no, actually, I... I, um... I didn't... I don't have a wine club because I, I don't... I can't drink as much as I used to, so it's like there's... I used to, I don't mean to brag, but be able to finish a bottle by myself, but now, <laughs> because of dietary restrictions, I can't, so it's like there's no point in... It's like the massage envy uh, membership I have. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of rolls over. It rolls over, and it's like now I have like four, and I don't have time to go. Well, it four used times. to be a really good way for us to like, whenever we'd go to someone's house and we'd be active and like, you know, go like socialize and be human. Yeah, we just go take two bottles to people's houses. It was a nice little host gift. It was yes. really easy rather than having to buy new wine somewhere. Yeah, take the time out to do that. Yeah, it comes out to cheaper total yeah. huge fan except when the pandemic hit and then we started having a bit of an excess because i was pregnant and couldn't drink and dave was by himself oh, and no. our friend at least like, we had a friend who was like living with us for a little bit because he was um he was staying with us while he was trying to buy a house uh-huh you know and he had to deal with a pregnant me <laughs> you, i can't imagine you being a hard pregnant person to be around i i didn't i, I didn't always think i was going to be the thing is I didn't know hormone wise quite everything that was going to kick in. And then once, you know, COVID kicked in, it's just, I got it like really bad anxiety. Yeah. So like me, myself, I wasn't always like, I'm pregnant. I was like, the world is falling apart. Yeah. (laughs) Dear God. Why? Yeah. And then you can't even self-medicate because you're, like your baby talking point is an amazing wine subscription. It's Stephen Amell's from Arrow. I've had some of the knocking point because the Mercantini house does subscribe to them. So it's good stuff. Knocking point because Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get it. I get it. My, my father-in-law's an archer. So, <laughs> so back petting for a second. So you couldn't self-medicate obviously cause you were pregnant. So yeah. how did you deal? <laughs> it, like in, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't deal. I know. I could not deal. <laughs> yeah, this personal pan pizza is not like it's not for the light. Yeah. So you didn't deal. You just kind of like just got to the fish, finish Dave. line. Like the way I describe it is there was a day where I was really craving a snack. Um, I don't remember what happened, but I started 
venting to Dave about something I needed, some sort of support I needed uh-huh. at that moment. And uh-huh. next thing I know, he's like, babe. And I'm like, what? He's like, you have a knife in your hand. <laughs> and I looked down and because I had been making myself a snack, I was gesticulating. But I was kind of like smacking the board and like trying to be emphatic. Like, I forgot Dr. Banner. Yeah, like, I, forgot, like, I, was, I was trying to like have emphasis, but next thing I know, I literally, I'm just like going like this. That's the Latina thing that got you in trouble because you like, you're talking with your hands, but there was a weapon. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, look, I, Dave is a saint. Um, like, I love, look, I love Australian Dave. He's so cool. Yeah. Like, look, obviously he has his things, right? He's human. Well. But he genuinely loves about me the fact that I am loudmouth, outspoken, opinionated. Like It's out the f- there? Is that what you're saying? It's yeah, out yeah. there? It's out there. It's just over here because it's new. <laughs> Yeah, it's novel. I can like, confirm. So different. I'm like, I can confirm that that is not here. <laughs> I can no confirm. over there. They're like, "Why are you so loud?" And I'm like, "Because yeah. I'm from here." You're so stuck up. What do you mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, I, I actually, have, I have, you know, I have standards. Oh, thank you. I did a poll last week because I don't have a lot of single friends in my life. I have even less single women in my life. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering. I was wondering if like nudes are like a normal part of like the talking phase. So I put up a poll on, on my private Instagram. I should have done it on Missy, the writer now that I think about it, but that's Mm -hmm. for professionals. Um, and I was like, is this like a thing that I, like an email that I missed that that's just <laughs> like, like an update? Like you yeah, like this is a normal thing that people ask for or mm-hmm. like that the expectation is or whatever. As it turns out, it's not, <laughs> which is very, very comforting because okay, that's good. one less thing I have to navigate. Because <laughs> I don't know about that. Like so many visuals in general are so necessary nowadays that like it's one of the things you're like, I don't, I don't need all of me to be tip top at all times sometimes right. i want to wear granny panties it's just i don't know i think the pressure is in enough that now i have to like i can't take a good picture of myself to save my life so i can't imagine uh pitching myself very well if i'm sending you pictures that don't have a ring light now though i do but so. and i just started using it like a few weeks ago and i've had it for like i'm a i'm a mess but anyway uh i was just like really curious and as it turns out no it's not it's not like a norm that that's not uh, there yet i'm i'm glad i hope i get out of it be- before we get <laughs> we get there. yeah before that memo comes out like well we've upgraded now guys yeah now it's guess. that yeah yeah uh so you're saying dave is a saint so he was great during your pregnancy and during your knife speech (laughs) yeah look he tried as much as he could there was like there was days i think it was just like all an adjustment because and i know it sounds really corny but it really does change turn your life around and it changes you into this different person just because there's so many other things you have to consider and you have to think about this other human so much more that you start our generation is doing an interesting thing, right? Well, we're learning to balance our own needs mm-hmm. with this person. Whereas generations were like, correct. Yeah. With other generations were like, Oh, now the prioritizes being over me. We know now that that's not sustainable. Correct. Really? Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm trying to acknowledge this little human, raise them, do all this stuff, but then not lose myself in the process. Yeah. And that's the tricky thing. And he's been very, uh, supportive of that part of things because of the fact that he doesn't want to lose me. 
<laughs> well, that's a good strategy. Someone else. Losing, yeah, that I think that's yeah. that's really important. I think I have. Uh, I I don't know if I'm showing my age, uh, but I have a lot of Gen Z rents lately because I just feel like they're being very disrespectful. <laughs> See, I think that that's certain areas of like TikTok and social media, though, because I keep seeing all this hate for Gen Z and millennials and stuff like that. But I've never met a Gen Z person I don't like. Okay, I agree with you. But if I'm going off of the object, like just the generalized perspective that I get, because I my little cousin is uh, I have two Gen Z cousins and they're four years apart. So it might as well be a, a, an ocean and a half apart, but they're mm -hmm. Gen Z. And my whole thing is... I am of the of opinion that Gen Z is very uh, emotionally stable for the most part, very self-aware, very in their but body. They're, nihilistic. they're super nihilistic. So my whole gripe <laughs> is when they turn on us, the gen older generation, millennials, Gen X, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, I don't know what I don't know what it is that I saw, to be honest. But it triggered me yesterday. And I was like, you know what? The boomers, they raised a broken Gen X and millennials they raised we're broke we're broken okay they they oh i know what this is in reference to but it's basically like parents i don't know if this happened to you it's prevalent in my childhood and a lot of people that i know but people j boomers thought that backhanded compliments are like is love and you're sitting there and you're like but you just called me fat you know what i mean like that's not oh god yeah the um the fact that there was like always a lot of compliments that were they kind of had like I don't know, pressure attached to them. Like I saw something like that, that someone was saying that like, that someone would say like, oh, your room is clean for once. Correct. Like, it was always things like that. Yeah. And, and my whole thing is that I'm, I'm here for it. I love emotional stability. I think there's nothing hotter in somebody that can name their pain and like, just talk to you about it. Like I, yes, I'm here for it, but show some respect because, because we're broken and we learned that's why your generation gets the privileges of well, because you're getting the millennial moms, right? They're getting the millennial moms who are like, I'm not doing this shit to you. Correct. Yeah. So I'm like, show some respect. God damn it. We've, yeah. we walked so you could run. <laughs> yeah. So, we didn't even walk. We cried. And yeah. Crawled. We cried a lot. I cried on Monday. <laughs> like it's, it's a process. Oh but God, yeah. I cried like, Oh God, I legit broke down last week. Cause um, we got an update here. Okay. That it looks like our borders aren't going to open till mid next year. Oh no. I know. That sets you part. Like that sets. Oh, that sucks. Remember how this year I was supposed to be getting married? <laughs> oh my gosh. So wait. So, well, I, you're right. Cause I was thinking about like just having your family visit. I forgot that you've like pushed. Oh, you have a wedding. Everything. I like everything. So initially our wedding was pushed back because. We got pregnant early. Surprise! Like we, surprise! Because we thought it, we thought it would take us longer to, right. to get pregnant. Because the the pregnancy wasn't a surprise. the The surprise was how quickly it happened. We just oh, decided okay. we're gonna do it, and the next day we were like, "Oh, we, we did it! It happened. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. It happened. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Yay! So we decided, like, like okay, let's you know, we'll we'll extend, we'll delay the wedding. It'll give us some time. It'll give us some time also to save up and get used to being parents. And then, because we'll you be found out to... before the Panda Express hit. Yes. So we knew we were, and we were looking at venues, and we were like talking to oh a venue God. about like locking it in. 
and trying to come up with dates. And that way we could send out, save the dates. Correct. Uh, and then, and then everything happened. We're like, okay, let's just wait. Let's just wait. We'll see when the borders are going to open. Still saying that. Oh my that. God. Still saying that. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to. Without everybody there. And we're like, course. okay, look, we're already, we're already doing the thing. Like, yeah. yeah and now yeah, we don't yeah. know when we're going to do it because you know, the clock is ticking. I'm about to be 36. So, like, if I do want to have our other kids, like, we got to start trying again right. soon. So, right, like, right. our wedding has to be even more pushed back. <laughs> I swear, all right, my kids are going to be walking up my aisle. <laughs> it's going to be. Well, Neri wanted to know a few minutes ago, when I guess you said that uh, Dave didn't want to lose you, and he said, lose you, where are you going to go? You're in Australia. I am yeah, trapped. I trapped. I can't leave. <laughs> I say that. I say that, but, like, I just think... Like, generally people here aren't in a huge rush to figure out how to open borders because it's so damn convenient. Like, because yeah. it's so tight and so close, we've been able to kind of live perfectly normal lives since wow. last year. Like and we I, had that one shutdown, but then we were like, oh, all right, that's done. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like running around Barnes and Noble to the lake. Like a Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, just ah! <laughs> faces, faces, smiles. And I, I even asked my facial features. I even asked because when I was walking in, I went to the one at Sunset Place. So you know, it's in an mm. area that's that's traditionally more laid back. But I did, mm. so I didn't want to piss anyone off because I didn't know. Because usually, when you're walking to a store here, there's like all over masks mandatory, you know, social distancing, whatever. As I went to right. open the door today, there was none of that, and I was like, "Is this a trap?" <laughs> Because am I going to walk in and they're just going to jump out and yell at me? <laughs> so I'm like, I peek my head in ghost town because it's like one o'clock on a, on a Wednesday. And uh, I found an employee and I was like, I just I just want to know for sure. Like, am I allowed to be in here without my mask? And she's like, yeah, are you fully vaccinated? And I'm like, yeah. Do you want to see my card? And she goes, no, it's OK. And I was like, ma'am. But, but there are people who could just be like, Yeah. <laughs> But that's why I was prepared to like yeah. flash my FBI agent. Uh. I think it's one of the things where like there's a very I understand why there is a little bit of weirdness to be like here's my papers. Like mm. that I feels get. very icky. I, I get that. Yeah, there, I I get that. There's negative connotations to that. Yeah, like, I totally get I that. I can see that. You know, so it's one of the things where I'm like I I know that right now is going to be a weird transition for everyone because I'm sure that there's people who want to go back to massless and there's other people who just they kind of like it now. They're like, oh, I kind of like the mask thing. I think it's just a, for us, I think I'm just speaking very generally, but I think what I've gathered so far is that, um, <laughs> see, this is what I'm telling. This is what I meant. Neri goes, honor system in Miami, dangerous. That's what I'm saying. You could buy this shit yeah. for sure. So that's why I was like, but are you sure? Because I'm like, it's right here. It's in my wallet. It's ready. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's okay. But I think for us, like what I've gathered from, because the CDC in the States last week rolled back fast some of their guidelines one of which yeah. was the uh mask wearing inside or i'm not really well if you're fully vaccinated you don't need a mask so yeah. businesses started to roll back on it um and then there are people that i i work from home but my team is all over the country so i get different mm -hmm. perspectives um regularly and there's some people that are very excited some people that are going to continue to do it, and some people that say that from the beginning of the pandemic uh they walked around without a mask and only put one on if they were told to put on a mask. So that's what they're going to continue to do. And I'm like, thank well, you. Congratulations but, for you. I'm like, cool. thank you, but you were doing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so um, I'm just wondering. I honestly like, don't know what to say to those people anymore. I'm just like, oh, good for you. Look, okay. I've been of the opinion of. I don't know, man. Do whatever makes you feel yeah. comfortable. But you're going to have to follow the law. And I'm not going to get on. I'm not about to jump down a, a business's throat for what they decide to do. They're a private establishment. If they decide to enforce and or not enforce, that's on them. I still yeah. have autonomy over my body. So I will do as I'm like, do what I feel yeah. comfortable with. Yeah, I just don't like people who like make people feel weird like apparently there's people who like give people shit for wearing a mask i'm like that's not on their own body like chill like what they're doing is yeah. not affecting you like that's yeah a bit much well here comes jeff with his perspective and <laughs> or he said some of those people were better off covering their ugly ass faces with the mask and quite frankly he's not wrong but <laughs> he's not wrong but uh you know i just find it very interesting that uh you know Look, I'll admit, like, over here, because we haven't had to do the mask thing, when I put one on and I have to wear it because um, we're going to be in tight quarters, because we do, ha- if, if we are in places that there's a lot of us and we can't social distance, it's still advised that we wear masks, right? Right. right. And we'll do that because we have a tiny baby who needs Correct. us to be healthy. Correct. Right. So Dave and I will do that. It doesn't mean that the entire time I'm just like, oh, God, this is fucking miserable. <laughs> like, I hate having this thing on. I do it. But like every once in a while, if I'm by myself, I'm going to be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. Actually, I was kind of an a-hole at Universal a few weeks ago because, um, so I'm claustrophobic. I I keep going to amusement parks, but I'm claustrophobic and (laughs) um, crowds like make me dizzy. So why, 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 I'm, why I, I, uh, I'm going to unpack that in a second. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I've trained myself because I mean, I do enjoy amusement parks, so I don't want to miss out. And I haven't like next weekend, I'm going to Disney, but I'm going because Disney still is um, is doing the the 30. They're still maxing. They're maxing their capacity at 30 percent. They have a very organized Disney system to it. Okay. And uh, they have they're enforcing the six feet apart. But Universal did not have the same plan so they were that's on brand though (laughs) they were maxed out they were maxed out and i'm in the middle of a very mild but active panic attack and i know how to work this thing so i'm like all right look at the posters look up and then my friend's like i want to do the hogwarts express to islands and i'm like worst idea if you're in the middle of a claustrophobic like triggered panic attack it's like hey you want to be inside a tiny box (laughs) do you want to go inside a tiny box before the tiny box i had to make the line and the line was an hour and a half long and it replicates a subway station so i'm like i'm like okay do you want to go inside (laughs) the slightly not as tiny but still tiny space to wait to go into the tiny box (laughs) here's my conundrum in that point we're not in a big group it's just me and my friend and i'm like if i kill this for her i'm ruined like i'm gonna kill this for her and i i feel awful so i'm like i i can this is where you know the push through like what's the first time of her being there like in a while she's done it before but i just felt you're not ruining shit i know it's weird because i have your brain is thinking you're dying you know yes your brain is like i'm dying but i don't want to put her out for my death so naturally i'm like just suffer so your friend can enjoy a two and a half minute ride on a train 
That's this awesome. all makes sense. <laughs> so I'm like in it and I'm trying to like, I don't want to ruin her day or, or the vibe, I guess, of our trip. So I'm like, huh, huh, huh. I'm like, poster, London. Like, oh, look, 10 yards in front of me. And then at some point I had to, we were doing the six feet apart. But yeah. I had to unmask and I was like, I, if I get yelled at, I deserve it. But I'm also like about to pass out. So and that's not something that I can just say, like, that's yeah. not and like a thing. To, you're not one of those people who's like, oh, I'm passing out because I'm wearing a mask. No, no, you're no, passing, no. You're no. Pass out you're like unrelated. Unrelated. <laughs> completely unrelated. The minions in my brain are beating me to a pulp and I just need I just need a second. So I like yeah. hung my uh, mask off for a little bit and I was fully prepared to get yelled at. And thankfully, nobody did. But. I was bad at Universal and I confess, but, it, but, but it was not an asshole move. It was just me trying to like <laughs> work through that. You're like, I'm trying to get through something right now. So Come my on. friend can ride the Hogwarts Express, which is a totally normal thing to say in your late thirties, right? <laughs> this is part of what Gen Z has a complaint about with millennials, right? Like there's certain Gen Zers that see our Harry Potter obsession as trying to be stuck in our childhoods. And point <laughs> like, it's i can't again, like, buy a house literally. let me have harry potter <laughs> exactly right i'm like look you're not wrong but not for the reason you think you're right correct <laughs> like, that infantile there's nothing for us to do but hold on to the things yeah, like, that look, make us happy like look we were told life was going to be a completely different way let us hold on to our little joys can i and our enjoy- escape like we're just very into escapism and we and because I- we're going still being productive members of society but we need to have little moments where like but also i'm a wizard you know but also exactly like but I also ravenclaw for life yeah like i love dnd for a reason because like yes right now i am stuck in like a panda express and like i can't leave fucking australia but you know every few weekends i get to be a half elf you know little like Shepard who has like who has talking I have a talking animal I have a talking squirrel (laughs) in my game like he's a talking squirrel he's a little is he your talking squirrel or somebody else's talking squirrel no in the game oh like okay in the game game, there's a talking squirrel there is a talking squirrel that I found gotcha who is cursed by a witch (laughs) right check check all checks out check check you know he switches into different personalities every time he dies yeah 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 no i get it every time he dies not just the time he dies listen i'm of the firm belief that like what you like if i i i i'm prepared to receive shit first for being or very very uh in a very docile manner defending twilight i'm prepared mm-hmm. to receive the heat but i fucking like it so leave me alone and where well i don't i haven't ascended to the D level of our world our world mm-hmm. you know the nerddom world um I'm, I'm i'm getting there but yeah. uh what i found was a good coping mechanism. I can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm i yeah well when my ravenclaw brain takes off like i've deep dived into this shit i'm just trying to put all pieces together but i'm Mm. getting like the concept of it um but where i i I couldn't escape to the D &D world yet Mm -hmm. 
I have found that reruns are very, very comforting. Now, I get that is a, that is that is a telltale anxiety thing. I have a yes, and you know who pointed it out? Motherfucking Gen Z on TikTok. And I was like, excuse me, you are very loud. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very attacked, but also, yeah. I'm like, what of it? Okay. <laughs> so I cried watching the trailer for the Friends reunion today. Sue me. They won't sell me a house. This is all I've got. <laughs> um look but i have i'm i'm a step right now i i feel like a winner I, we own our apartment nice that's that's something Congrats. for my generation. i own my bed and this mic <laughs> this this computer yeah. <laughs> no look, and but, i say like honestly i just think that australia also does have a lot of support in that because like yeah I, I joke around i'm like oh we own an apartment we can't do a house right now at the minute we can't do a house because we are very stretched out because we own this apartment and we're also currently building a property like we Correct. are i'm actually developing like a block of apartments like for there's support here like for yourself no oh like a part of like a contract okay i was like wait a minute <laughs> no like no no i like uh my so our company is actually building like a block of units like a block nice. of apartments, like a whole building <laughs> Yeah, like I'm an adult now. It's weird. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. So I cried today watching the first <laughs> trailer. Like, and I'm not saying like a little like, mm, no, no. I'm like fully in my car. Like, <laughs> I'm so happy to see everyone again. <laughs> you know what made me sob like that recently? Hit me. Hit me. Two things. Like silly things, but kind of not silly. Nothing is um, silly. No, like no judgment. No. Uh so there's a cartoon called Bluey, <laughs> right? Okay. Oh, I've heard of him. Yes. Vanessa said uh, she ugly cried during, she didn't say ugly cry, but I, I'm in several group messages with her. She ugly cried during the Friends trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's a little, a dude named. Oh, yes, the little girl. So little Bluey's girl. A, yeah. So Bluey's a little cartoon. Um, that's a kid's show. That's like quick seven minutes each episode. Mm-hmm. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it says I love Bluey. Yeah. Popular. It's more, it's way more popular with the parents than it is mm-hmm. with the kids. I've, I've gathered. And, yeah. Right. Because it's just so well done. Mm-hmm. Anyways, besides that, there was, there's a lot of episodes that are really good, really hit you where, like, where you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> emotions. Mm-hmm. But there was one that personally affected me because it was like a little, so everyone in it is a dog, right? Mm-hmm. There was a little Jack Russell Terrier who very obviously is depicted as having ADHD because at some point he's in the backseat and his dad is like, his sister's like, why can she ever say still? And he's like, I don't know. And like, and it was just the simple, like you can't do what you're told and you can't say still why. And, he's like, and this, it was a simple him being like, I don't know. And that made me go like, I know why. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they just show in the rest of the episode, it's just showing him like the things he can actually do. Right. Because it like, he has actual interest. Yeah. In it. Yeah. So it charges, and like it was just me at an next thing. I'm just like calling, I'm calling Dave, and I'm like, it's like a representation. And it's so great. And Listen. like, I didn't have that when I was growing up. I was always the butt of the joke. Yes. I was always like, ooh, shiny. Yes, like, yes, yes. Uh, Vanessa says her kids were too old for Bluey when they discovered it, but now Lucy is. In, on the planet i and i think vanessa and vanessa and i are the vanessa is the only person that i know that enjoyed the one day at a time reboot like i did i loved one day at a time it was and the episodes that and i'm forever ever ever uh going to uh be mad uh, the way that they got canceled um and by netflix and then cbs but uh 
on top of forever fighting, you know, getting mad about that, the way that they covered mental health, specifically anxiety. Yeah. I I can't even like I'm thinking about it and trying not to well up because it was the first time that in my 30 some odd years whenever how old I was when I started when I was watching that episode that I I accurately saw a reflection of somebody dealing with anxiety like to a T of what goes on in here and that's right. like that's really powerful I'm and it makes me happy for like younger kids who may be on the same path because I started having panic attacks when I was in sixth grade so the, this I, I I'm like three decades like two and a half decades in so old hat at this yeah like I so I so but seeing that like just the validation in it was so I get you and I'm I'm mm-hmm. all for having an emotional reaction to anything um which is why I think I stick to reruns so much because then I don't have to feel shit because I know it's good <laughs> I can't help it like there's, I did this really bad thing that if I'm getting into a new show because my head is in such a weird place lately yeah i 100 percent like i'm enjoying this look what happens at the end so i can make sure that i'm like okay i can enjoy this i don't I'm, you're not gonna you're not gonna like how i met your mother me yeah like i don't yes, i don't want that's it that's such a good fucking analogy i don't i don't want this i don't want to be like oh yay growth for everybody like barney no. and robin make some sort of weird fucked up sense like you've moved on i love that lady playing that ukulele what <laughs> what what do you mean <laughs> you yeah. should have ended five minutes early what is wrong with you listen i give um, nary 60 seconds to jump in with some fucking comment because he rides hard for how i met your mother but like especially the the later years and i know that i'm misquoting him i know i'm misquoting you okay i understand that uh but um no it's just i think it's like ptsd at the time <laughs> um but like, um, i'm also traumatized for this reason <laughs> because I'm no there's not a corner of, that's something else that tiktok has fucking ruined for me is that every like i don't know i know how this happened and i'm trying to fix the 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 um the algorithm but I get like, oh, did you do you this, this and that or that or did you have a happy childhood or is that because it's a trauma response or some shit like that? And I'm like, oh, there's God. not a there's not a corner in here. <laughs> that is not a trauma. <laughs> that I has been trauma response. that has been contained, like separated from like, it's just all trauma. <laughs> and yeah. and sometimes I'm like enough, like an, enough. You know, I pay a professional for the shit. I, I come to TikTok for laughs and pranks and <laughs> and compilation of uh Sebastian Stan TikToks. You're like, I just want to see Aunt, like Aunt, like freaking Anthony, like Anthony Maggie and Sebastian Stan freaking around Yes, I want, I want fluffy times. I like Chris look, I Evans. Black Black TikTok loves Chris Evans. They've nicknamed him Jamal. Did you know about this? Oh yeah. 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 He, so he was invited to the cookout ages ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's invited to the barbecue a long time ago. I think they gave uh I I ran across a TikTok once that said that they that Henry Cavill was invited to the barbecue and his oh, name so is now Dwayne <laughs> and not Henry. <laughs> Good on him. Good on him. So that's, that's, a whole, that's an honor. That it, you know what? I would honor. love it. I I I would take I would take advice from a stranger. She could be a stranger, but if you're a black woman, I'm listening to you. What tell me what it is that I need to do, and I'll listen to you. Um, but yeah, TikTok has done that where I'm like not 
not one little corner <laughs> not, not, one, not one little i spot. constantly have that sound clip running through my head of like i have not known a single moment of peace since i've opened this god forsaken app oh my god it's so bad it's and you think my head. and as i'm running as i'm running my mouth as soon as we're done and i brush my teeth I'm and i tuck myself in i'm gonna open that so, bitch up <laughs> Just, you know how earlier you told me like oh i'm running a little bit behind and i'm getting set up and i was like yeah. oh i'm gonna enjoy this moment of silence i guess i did an instagram <laughs> and i did a tiktok <laughs> like i recorded one what could it be yeah like it's just one of those where i was like i had silence for all of 15 seconds and i was like no yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no thank you it's not it's a lot of here it's really weird and i think that this past year like um oh look at jeff Jeffrey, stop it. I blame Missy and Christy for dragging me into the TikTok rabbit hole. First of all, you this is a volunteer program. All right. Yeah. So don't nobody dragged you. You were second all, of all, also, sir, add me. I mean, yeah. At, she's she's a great she's and, and also there was a few days ago where he was uh, of the eight people that I send and receive uh TikToks from, he was the one that sent me the most that day. So I don't think you're having a bad time, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. You're enjoying the whole. <laughs> Whereas um, Dave, so Dave only goes on every so often and he doesn't even really go on to go on the app per se, because he's really busy. But he goes on because I essentially curate for him okay. his own little <laughs> like I sent him so many TikToks that he could just sit there and just scroll through what I've sent him. Yeah. And create his own little his own little experience. bubble got you yeah like, does you he go. have add no i i keep i keep thinking he has to have something well i mean everybody <laughs> i don't trust you if you don't have anything yeah. that's oh, no, my like, personal Dave has anxiety like yeah. he has anxiety like he oh his... he's my brother <laughs> we yes talk. you guys would get things <laughs> he's like no like when he's like doing he things i'm like you like i constantly i like i'm doing the whole thing of like you're okay he's like yeah <laughs> like he's just scrolling he's like doing scrolling <laughs> yeah um yeah no shit. i i i can't uh but it, the, the whole like and i was thinking about this uh when i was driving away from barnes and noble today i was like man i could have definitely read more got into more new shows jeffrey's about to yell at me but i have an endless list of recommendations from jeff from mary from mike from everyone everyone yeah. you i think we were we were on an episode together where i confessed that i hadn't seen a lot of childhood movies and i went home with a homework yeah. a whole sheet of things i've probably seen i've seen the ones that mattered like big and uh and um cool runnings there i've seen a handful of them but I, it's really hard for me to get through especially if it's not a sitcom and jeff has been bad not badgering me but badgering me to watch supernatural <laughs> forever and god That's bless a him lot. there's a lot of stuff though but it's a lot of seasons and it's not a sitcom and i know it's good i'm not gonna deny i know i haven't even seen it and i know that it's a good i is you see look at that it took him zero seconds. I won't mention that you should watch Supernatural. So the problem I have with Supernatural, <laughs> the problem I have with it, I is love I, I like the problem I have with the show is that I love it. Okay. Um, but I have been tainted by Tumblr. <laughs> like there was okay. a period of time where I was bored. The show wasn't like you know it was between seasons and stuff like that. So I actually fell into the hole of fan fiction. Okay. And okay. I actually fell into. I fell into the hole of like a we'll particular pairing, that, but go yeah, on a particular pairing on the show that I'm like, Oh, that'd be so fucking good. 
That would be so fucking good. This would be genius if the show actually did it. That's and it the curse felt like of fan actually, fiction. Right? And like sometimes it's actually really well written that you're like, damn, dude. Yeah. Freaking Fifty Shades wish it would. Like, oh my God. I got yeah, somewhere it's like. That's one <laughs> thing I did do a deep dive of last year was um, fan fiction. And yeah. and and it has I have been particular pairings that I go back to all the time. It has, my comfort pairings. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I have. So this is what started it. TikTok went crazy on, and I'm sure it was a it was a thing. It was a a, a move or whatever marketing. Jeff just commented the exact pairing that I'm talking about. Cass and Dean. Yes, I wish. Right. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, what now? My, I'm, I'm gonna fall asleep to supernatural TikToks now because they're listening. So, um, <laughs> TikTok went rapid last year because there was this viral TikTok that went through about this crazy fan fiction, Star Wars fan fiction, where lightsaber was used in an unsavory manner. But that would now, I tried to avoid it, I did my best. But then Christy got into it and she's like, you have to read this. You have to read it. So I'm like, Christy, come on. Like, like train wreck, read it or like good read it. I started out reading it to just see what the fucking big deal was. And the thing is <laughs> that <laughs> what happened was what happened was is that the lightsaber is used in an unsavory manner, but it makes sense at the point of the story, I don't know that it's the best written. Yeah, yeah, Christy did. She one hundred percent did, and I and I love her for it. Um, because <laughs> we're talking about escapism, and then let me tell you, fan fiction is definitely, but like fan fiction sometimes crosses that road of like, um, there's like Harry Potter fan fiction to the point where I I start reading into it when I read the actual source material. But I'm like, I see it, I totally see it. And like Jeff just mentioned, her and her freak ass Harry Potter fan fiction. That's my thing. She's, it's she's so she's so there into is it. A particular Harry Potter <laughs> fan fiction that is I, longer I will put than up. any book I've she read. She was just telling me about that like two all days ago. Dudes, fucking all the young dudes. She's is like, so can you imagine? Good. She's like, look, I'm, she's like standing in front of her bookcase and she's like, this collection, the original Harry Potter collection has one point something million words. The same one I did. The and same the one fan I did. fiction that I read, just one. And I'm like, uh-huh. And she's like, and I've read it multiple times. And I'm like, you've read the equivalent of these. But to be fair, people have read the Harry Potter books multiple times. So it's not an outrageous yeah. idea. But I but got to, it's someone else. Like, I wrote got this thing that you're like, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I got this. stuck in the Star Wars uh, trope. Mm-hmm. The stuck is a, is a, is a is a tricky word because I'm I, I'm there and Willingly. like you're not so much stuck, but you're like I live here. I made a house because it's <laughs> just now. There's just you 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 open one door and then you just gotta open all of them. And like yes, the first one that I read was the the infamous lightsaber and actually i went i I was at i was at my friend's um my friend's house who has a lightsaber and i picked it up one day and i was like this just doesn't feel like it would work but this (laughs) i'm like this feels like it would be painful i don't think okay sorry all right so the lightsaber wasn't on no it was not on no when you first mentioned the fan fiction that it was used in a not great i was like he would die no, I'm nobody died. Home. Nobody <laughs> died. Nobody dies. That's not how the lightsaber has worked. Also, you take the concept of for the force. 
and and uh-huh. make, and make Did it. Someone force fuck somebody, honey. Which one, which one do you want to read? It's out of control. Out of control. But I got stuck there because then it played like again, I the rabbit hole. So that was the first two. Then there's like there's a sequel to one of them. And then I found one. I don't remember how the fuck I found this one, but it's a Kylo. It's a Kylo fan fiction, not with Ray. I know that that a lot of um, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't either. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I don't see it. I don't like it. And I get the uh, the kiss didn't bother me, but I don't need a a Hallmark movie out of it. I'm, when I'm I saw the kiss, I was just kind of like, Ugh. yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with it. I, I, I'm, I'm good with as is. But there are a lot of people that like, you know, oh, do the right. speculation thing. You okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. I've been drinking a lot of sparkling water. Oh. <laughs> I just decided to be like, I'm coming back. Fun. Um, <laughs> so then there's one fan fiction that I came across that uh, it's a Kylo fan fiction. Same concept mm-hmm. of his story, but he's a fucking college professor. So it's back. Oh, so like an alternate universe. Cool. Dark academia background, <laughs> filthy fucking rich, same trauma, same issues, really fucking dirty and amazing. And I'm like, I, I could tell you what chapter you can go to if <laughs> you're like, looking for a specific I think, experience. I think some of the issue I had with the whole Kylo thing was just right. When you fall in love with cer- certain characters, it just sucks to find out they were shitty parents, right? Like it sucks to be like, you guys, like you were the good guys and now you're just a bunch of fucking tools. It's kind of like, I refuse to acknowledge the cursed child as part of the Harry Potter universe. A lot of people do. Q does. You don't, you can't even say that shit around Q cause she'll come for yeah. you hard. Cause I, I would like Harry would never, Harry would never like slander and disrespect McGonagall ever. I like, know. And uh, Jeff says, I must have read the fan fiction because watching The Last Jedi, I felt like someone did something unsavory to me with a lightsaber. Oh, my God. Let it go. Um, but I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's the whole Game of Thrones thing. People are, But and my whole thing is that you don't have to like it. But you still still have to accept it as not, with that accept happened. that it happened. So like, right. so I I get that the last Jedi took a turn. I'm not gonna say that it didn't. It took a turn, but it took like kind of an out of nowhere tone. It just felt very fan servicey. And like, look, I usually don't I don't mind fan service as long as there's some sort it of makes sense. Make, yeah, like as long as there's some sense behind it. And it seemed like they were just trying to appease the rabid yeah. fans that this ship had, yeah. which. You know what? In a longer, like if you actually had more, like underneath it, and like had it set, like set up, then like maybe fleshed the out is, a little bit. Like, better, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, like, your world was going organically in a different direction, and then you decided to be like, "Oh, I'm turning the car around. Never mind." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get that. I get yeah. that. And the same thing with actually when and Jeff then they was- couldn't let Finn Poe happen. They couldn't let Finn Poe happen. They had to be like, "Oh, but like, well, Poe has a husband." They like, totally, they totally dropped. Uh, they totally dropped the 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 Finn. Mm-hmm. And Poe storyline. They they, they, they did to, uh, to what's her name? Rosie Tran. What's her name? Yes, so that what poor. They, yeah, I mean, poor I, woman. Like, I think that. Uh, yeah, I I agree. I have with my you issues with it. There, no, not, and and I've never been like that's not true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's going on, everybody? Just wanted to let you know that uh, Woo Bro, that's right, the podcast you're listening to right now, now has a Patreon page. So if you want to get extra, if you want to get more involved with us, uh, we have a Patreon page. Check that out. Patreon.com/slash 
W U B R O P O D. That's Wubropod. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, become a bro or a brosive or a professor, if you will. Uh, different tiers, different things, different uh, levels of uh, interaction with us. So thank you very much for those of you who have already signed up. Uh, make sure you check out patreon.com slash Wubropod. If you just want to go ahead and give a donation to the podcast, we have a Cash App account and go to the Cash App account is the dollar symbol. Wubropod, W-U-B-R-O-P-O-D. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of the show. My whole gripe was that when people were pissed at in the last season of Game of Thrones, when there was like a petition to like that was running rampant around the world that had like something like a million signatures. Um <laughs> look at look at Jeffrey. Finn and Poe and Cass and Dean are the relationships we deserved. Jeff, man. Jeff is like he's the Fulé Mignon of friends, I have to say. But um like, fucking gets it. Like, you know what? Yes. He get you know what? Then he does fucking get it. Dean and Remus have you and, seen like, New Girl? Uh, like Remus and Sirius, huh? Have you seen New Girl? Yeah. Okay. So n- New Girl, uh Jeff Jeff and I have a lot of similar opinions when it comes to this shit. And he he messaged me a few days ago and he's like or a few weeks ago and he's like uh, I think I think uh, Jess is not the reason anyone watches New Girl, and I'm like I I agree with you. I I don't. I, she's she was like the initial like draw because of the quirky like the three yeah. roommates and a girl thing. But like if they had killed her off in the second season, I would have still kept watching it and just <laughs> like if it if they were like, thrown in like, there, I just, making I just Fox. need to watch Schmidt's growth. And oh I my god, I love him so much. There's been yeah. a lot of 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 okay. couples. That um a white man typical. <laughs> My favorite gif to use is uh when he's going youths. <laughs> that's yeah. my go- that's what I feel like when I'm like shut the fuck up Gen Z. Uh, Neri says she didn't have consent, and that's oh, in reference to the kiss that everyone was pissed about. Look, let's be real. It's totally a Disney trope to be like true love's kiss. Ugh, I know. Stop it. Like. <laughs> I, I know that Disney, this is your brand. Please hire me one day also, side note. But I know <laughs> that it's your brand. I get it. But sometimes it's like, come on. Like, at least in this like world. New, I do like that their newer movies aren't focusing on that. They're not. The Frozen, all. I know that not everyone is crazy about the Frozen movies. I like the second yeah, but one. The Frozen more. one cheaped out because they like, they kind of, they brought in this brother and sister it's out of nowhere in the like, second movie. And they, yeah. There's a chemistry between the chick and Elsa. Like the chick is obviously there for no reason. Yeah. And like you're sitting there like, okay, if you're trying to hint at something, fucking do it. Like yeah. fucking do the shit. Let Elsa be gay. Let yeah. Elsa be gay. I think that's coming in the third one. Hilda says, jar. Yes, I would. You know, I want to I want to put a jar in my. So I had this this idea for my home that I will own one day um, that I want to uh just say in my house we're not going to talk politics and we were not going to talk religion and if you do bring up the subject you have to donate to the jar and then the jar will be a donation to the aclu so <laughs> depending on where you side you might not give a fuck and just put in a 50 <laughs> and yeah. run your mouth which by all counts go for it um yeah. <sighs> Here comes Neri. Sure, I say that Jess and Nick don't belong together, and you yell at me. Jeff says that Jess should be killed off, and he's filet mignon. Well, yeah, because you're wrong about Nick and Jess not belonging together. I mean, they do. 
I, I you might not like the pairing, but I think I don't think he likes them in, as individuals. Watch him run on and jump on the podcast. <laughs> um, he's told N- Jer- Nary has told me several times that he doesn't think Nick and Jess belong together. Uh, I think he said I... he would have preferred her with the doctor, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, uh, no. Um, I think there. I think that they're perfect for each other. It makes sense. It works, especially. I with- liked that they grew up separate, like not because of each other. Like they yes. did influence each other, but they didn't grow up. Neither, like did, Nick didn't get his shit together just to appease Jess, Correct. which was the reason that they broke up initially. And I like that the show did that. I like yes. that the show was like, that's not good for a relationship. He did change. And that made them come together. Right. Cool. I'm good with that. I'm good with that little, that way of viewing That things. little arc. Were they yeah. my go-to? No. No. Cece were. Schmidt and Cece. Even Winston and Winston and, and the cat. Winston yeah. and the cat were a better <laughs> uh, couple than, um, than, Cece, than uh, Nick and Jess. Uh, how do they belong together if Jess should be killed off? I'm not saying she should have. Should. I'm saying if she would have, I would have still kept watching. Show. Honestly, I would love that roommate scenario for myself because I love hanging out with guys. It's just that all the guys I know are married, happily so, and I, you know, that's not. And it would get awkward. <laughs> and it would get awkward. And honestly, when I have looked for roommates, it's not a savory advertising. <laughs> it's not the kind mm. of apartment you really want to move into out of nowhere, like in a fiction. No, world no. it works sure. but if these you are live, safe people in a fictional world correct it's like schmitty would you know what i mean but like in in here it's like come no. move yeah. in, in i'll be your sugar daddy it's like what? I yeah, have that original that original world if it happened in the real world schmitt schmitt would have been a complete douche she was like all, all lives matter <laughs> yes yes <laughs> nick would have been a man child forever <laughs> Uh yeah, but Neri also thinks Brandanowitz is a good character. So I don't know why everybody hates Brandanowitz. Eh, From he's vanilla. I'm glad he. I don't care that he left. Like he was yeah. written off, and I'm. I don't. I didn't miss him, but yeah, I like don't when, know when why his he's... character was like, "Oh, I'm leaving." I'm like, "Oh, I forgot you were there." <laughs> <laughs> I do have a gripe though, because Anne, her, her whole thing was that she didn't want to end up with like a douche, like a like a preppy douchebag or whatever so she ends up with chris or like her mm-hmm. all the reasons that she has for breaking up with bandanowitz are the reasons why she ends up sticking with chris i know it's a as a writer's room thing not really like a, a yeah. like a factual thing but i was like this doesn't add up to me but um but they yeah. also just kind of made her like Fade her out. character like faded out and she kind of became aimless it became the leslie and ben show and honestly i didn't mind too much because i love leslie and ben as yes. a couple i do too so much and Andy are and April are awesome um and but uh and that's my my gripe with Anne is that i i i wish they that rashida jones had more leg room like her character mm-hmm. had more development than just she landed on like wanting having a baby and yeah. then uh you know like it was a very predictable uh end for her where i think they could have done a lot more for her but i think that had more to do with the projects that she had going in the background because i think she was filming yeah she was doing a lot she was my like, idiot brother doing... at some point yeah. have you seen my idiot brother she's hilarious in that movie um so Hilda says, side note, I love that tonight it's what's up, chicas, runs to get wine. Yes, <laughs> it is. Everybody drink. Uh, <laughs> Neri says, there's nothing wrong with vanilla. 
Right. But like, it's not the first thing you're going to get when you go to a specialty, like ice cream shop. If I'm going to like an ice cream store, I'm going to be like, oh, what's your new interesting kind of thing? I'm not going to sit there and be like, hi, I'm going to pay you money for vanilla. Yeah. You wouldn't like Instacart vanilla ice cream. Like that's how you're Instacart. You're going like the chubby. And when you want vanilla, it's easy enough to come by. Correct. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I know what he's, I know what his point is, but. I'm obviously ta- saying vanilla is like, I'm talking about men. I'm talking about men. <laughs> just FYI. Just FYI. In case it wasn't clear. Um, But yeah, there's just, uh, I, I did binge last year. One of the, the few shows that I didn't have on repeat uh, was Shit's Creek, which I so loved. Good. That and, was so good. Uh. And I cannot even explain to you how much I love Patrick and David. They're like top tier. I randomly think about them sometimes. Steph, what did yeah. I get when we went to Zumbos? No, Nary is the kind of person who actually literally went to this like is that is like, that an ice cream shop in No, in- it's not it's like a it's like a dessert, like a specialty dessert that okay. has like fancy cake or anything like that. But I mean, look, you got vanilla. Yes, he got a vanilla cake, like cake thing. But it was like a French vanilla bean Ooh, he, little he covering. Like it was a person. <laughs> so he got a vanilla. Yeah, like it, it had it had some special flavoring in it. He's, he still had a little bit of like vanilla a bean oomph. in that vanilla. A little, a little something. A little zest. <laughs> yeah, not zest. That would be too far. <laughs> yeah, I know what kind of what kind of uh, dessert are we looking at here? Um, yeah, no, Shit's Creek last year rocked my world. I loved it so much. That show yeah. is just ten out of ten. And if you don't like it, then we can't we can't talk. Uh, yeah, see, I totally agree. Shit's Creek was one of the best things I've seen in years. So yeah. many feels. The way I cried in that in that series finale. It's just no <laughs> shame. Wedding. And I don't know if this happens to you, but like in my house there has to be some kind of sense alarm that goes off that goes, Oh, she's getting to the part she's been waiting for. So let me go interrupt her. <laughs> like yeah, when well. I was, when I was watching uh, the Falcon and the winter soldier and we're about to find out who the big dealer was, I forget the name of it now, but it was obvious who it was. And we're about, I'm about to get the confirmation that it's this fucking girl. Mm-hmm. And Maria walks in. Maria's my mother. She's like, do you want to eat? And I'm like, get out. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "I don't know how the fuck you do this, but every time I'm 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 getting to the point of the whole thing, you're like, you know who called me last week? I don't care." Yeah, no. See, like, this doesn't happen to us because Dave is as picky as I am when it comes to like, and now it is time for this thing. Correct. We will put our phones on silent. We Got will, like we put everything to the side, and it's, it's like, like it's the just IMAX. Us. The, yeah, the, like I'm, we make sure to put the baby to sleep. <laughs> like yeah, sleeping. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when this happens, and we're like, it is time, and then we'll watch the thing. Um, also, like he's he's the one who's a little more behaved out of the two of us. I am a hundred percent the annoying. Like, how? Uh, what's annoying? What do you call annoying I when am, you're watching? I I I I will criticize shows once I watch them, even if I love them. Okay, I'll be like, I'll be sitting there, I'll just and you'll hear hear me go exposition, 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 exposition. <laughs> Like I'll sit there and I'll call shit before it happens. Like before that bitch was like, oh, I do that before the before the palm broker was a palm broker. I was like, that's the palm broker. Yes, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's. And then when I got confirmation, like it was like, yeah, okay. I thought I already knew it. Like when it was revealed, I was like, wait, didn't we know that? How <laughs> knew that? <laughs> 
Wait, is that was your ADD jumping ahead. Like we already know, like we're not even stopping for this. That's the thing is ADD knows how to do the jumps. So like half the time I'm like watching things with Dave and I'm like, this is going to happen. Or I'll call out lines before character says it. Oh just because I know, I know as a writer, they were like, well, I was waiting to say this. Yes. Ooh, this is such a good line. So I'll sit there and I'll be like, I'll just like shout out something. And as the character saying it, like a live show, like I've never seen it before. And Dave's just like, what the? F-? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I can't do that. But I do call shit before. Last summer, I was binging Umbrella Academy and I was calling certain things out um, to Neri. And he's like, you don't know that. And I was right. And then he's like, but you didn't know that. And I'm like, yeah, but it was pretty obvious. Like, yeah. no, nobody is that good. Like, The thing is, like, when you think like a writer at all and you've had to do anything with it, you're already like, okay, what's the kind of thing I would love to do? Correct. Correct. And then that's and what, his, like, to me, I find it fun. And, like, so, Dave, for the most part, he he used to, like, look at me like, what are you doing? Now he does it with me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Most of the, and we're just like mystery science theatering, like everything yeah. we watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it makes it um, easier with a kid around. Well, so one of the things that happened with Umbrella Academy is that uh, there was like a big violent scene, but it was fully earned. That's what I was trying to explain to Neri because I didn't have mm-hmm. a reaction when this very gruesome horrific murder scene happens mm-hmm. and i was like yeah that that makes sense he earned it like that that he or she sorry earned it and they they earned it and yeah die and then there was like a plot twist a few minutes later that i didn't see coming obviously plot twist and i was like oh mm-hmm. my god and i'm flipping on he's like wait a minute he's like you don't bat an eye for murder <laughs> and then he's like not just a regular shot in the head like that was a murder scene and now you're like no not this and i'm like well yeah because th- th- i did not see that coming <laughs> yeah because like there's a difference between this thing is earned and then this thing is a surprise and you caught me and it's more of that it's like you got me ah that's exciting yolanda, man next time you're we gotta we gotta have yolanda on like <laughs> desperately or, or or i gotta buy you a beer you gotta buy me i think i need to meet you in person because this is this is a, a budding friendship but yeah like and and I'm like that, you know, the murder scene was, he's like, but that wasn't like a regular murder. Like that was a gruesome. And I'm like, you know, you deserved every minute of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then something else happened and he's like, but that's fine. And I'm like, and he's like, you're shocked at that. And I'm like, well, yeah, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's surprising to me. Like, the other th- like you can see when things are being set out by the, and then that's, it's a good thing. It's a sign of good writing when they're yes. like putting out the stepping stones. Right. Yeah. And the, I hate a plot twist for the sake of a plot twist. Correct. Um, I like a plot twist when it's actually going to add to the story. Yes. Uh, so when I see one of those, I get excited. And I'm like, ooh, yes, you yes. got me. Cool. Yeah. And then especially yeah. when the plot twist actually, when you look back and you're like, you it serves, yeah. It like, serves you the, the seed there. I missed yes. that seed. <gasps> it's, it serves the bigger purpose of it. And and mm-hmm. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy those shows. Umbrella Academy, I think, is one of like, uh, one of the very few, uh, non-sitcom non-sitcom shows that i've that i'll lend myself to because i do do this happen to you do you like get i know the answer to this but i'm still gonna ask you you get like emotionally attached to to fictional characters right yeah it's why i look so much okay and i think there's something when there has to be something with the add thing too like when you're when you're the kind of person who like that becomes your fascination and your deep dive like you fully flesh out these people in your head Yes. And you're as attached to them as you are to some real people. <laughs> and you're like finding that you're missing them. And it's like, this is yeah. fully a fictional character, Missy's brain. And I'm like, yeah, but I miss him so much. 
Yeah, like I love that character. They did so good. Yeah, like, that's I, something. Yeah. That's something that that uh, I I don't know where I I read or heard this from, but I somewhere I read that. If you're somebody that is a writer or an avid reader or just into storytelling, so that could be av- any avenue, movies, t- TV shows, whatever, um, you're the kind of person that needs uh, the real world and then you also require the fictional world. Like you need both. Because you, you need your brain to go into something. You, like, yeah. Like it, it's, you can't, and there are people that very, that very much, uh, Neri does what to. Uh, I'm guessing like falls in love and gets attached to a character. Vanessa. Um, And it's just this thing where like, it's a requirement. It's nothing personal. My life, my real life is very fulfilling and I love almost everybody in it. So it's not like the thing where I'm like, it's not that kind of escapism, but I need this other world to exist because when you're a part of that world and it's a lot like, you know how you go to college and college teaches you how the world should function and then you get out in the real world and it then it's an education on how the fuck it actually is like the fictional world is how things are supposed to work out i think that's yeah, why there's Daniel a logic, to it. There's a like, logic to it and there's a sense to it and there's a structure a purpose has to pay off like there has to be payoffs yes to, for things to be satisfying and in real life not everything's satisfying correct not everything has a payoff like we're in a huge you know, I don't. I can't even think of another p word. <laughs> palm tree. We're in a huge, We're palm, in a huge tree. palm tree. <laughs> We're in a massive palm tree right now, and the payoff would be that like someone cures cancer. Like the payoff would be that all this time it the you know climate change fully reversed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. There would be yes. a payoff, but instead it's kind We're of like kinder to each other. There's a you know there's like an agreement you know. or no none of that happened. None of that. Like in the right now that there is no actual payoff. No. The, there it's just life. trauma more trauma life, yeah like life is just that and you can appreciate the moments in it and you can appreciate when it has a certain when life actually does have a bow yes like every once in a while it'll happen and yeah. you'll get excited because it finally happened not there's like a the sense of s- satisfaction and like that level of like a home-cooked meal like it just sits great in in the mm. tummy and um yeah I, I think that, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, I really, I thoroughly enjoy uh, the fictional worlds. But that's why I have to be very selective because I do get attached. And I, and I'll, like, I, I know mm-hmm. that The Walking Dead, a lot of people jump ship for, uh, because it, it did take a turn. But I, I jump ship, like, in I, season I jump ship ages ago. Yeah. I, I jump ship in season happened. eight. Is it still on? Yeah. It's on, well, this fall is the last season. Oh, okay. so, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna binge the last the season nine and season ten just because I committed this long and I want to see the, the thing end. But mm-hmm. season eight is where I jumped off. But I know that for a lot of reasons people jumped off before. I jumped but, off because of the certain character death. Correct. A lot a lot of people that I know did the same thing. I who's stuck my, around. My comfort. Who's my comfort character? Like yeah. my fave. And then and the moment my precious little fave was killed off. That was so awful. Gruesomely. I can't even. So traumatically. I, I was like. Even, like the way that I was sobbing, the way that I was sobbing for this character was unreal. Um, But I used to suffer with the walking dead a lot because I got so attached to these characters that when they suffered, I suffered. And that specific episode was traumatic. Um, 
So I have to, I have to like, it sounds ridiculous, but I think a fellow artist, writer, reader will understand that it's like, I ha- I have to be a little selective because I will fucking suffer with you. Yeah. And, and in your, thing, in- I think because of what a stressful year we had and like where our heads have been. And for me, because it's been extra stuff on top of that. Yeah. Um, and then hormones are crazy at the beginning of pregnancy. Yeah. And then during pregnancy and then beginning of motherhood. Uh, um, I do you have feel had like to be you're, very selective about what I Do you I feel like in. you're reaching a, a, like, I don't know what the correct term is, but do you feel like you're reaching some kind of like balance now or like you've come back to yourself a little? I kind of have. Like I'm I'm having more moments where I'm like, oh, there I am. <laughs> I know you. Um, well, hence why I'm starting to record again and doing little yes, things. Cause like I love that. Yeah. And I actually, I know it sounds really silly, but like the other week I actually picked up my camera for the first time in ages. <gasps> Yay! And like, that was huge for me to the point where, because it's a new camera, I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta relearn this thing. <sighs> <laughs> but that, like, I'm actually starting to just think of things more and like even wanting to read, like we're going to do our book club thing. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um, I have not been able to sit down and read anything for ages because my mind just won't let me. And then yeah. all of a sudden I'm sitting here committing to like, I will read this weird ass thing instead. <laughs> I don't even know what this fucking book is about. I mean, we're going to find out together because I no. have no, it just said JJ Abrams. I'm like, I love it. I like his stuff. <laughs> be like, Oh, it's a puzzle. Cool. My brain needs some shit right now. Like it needs yeah. to like deep dive into something and being like, and I like that it's a collaborative experience between four people being like, what do we do? Yeah. 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 Did you get da, yours? Da, da, da. Yeah. Did you get yours? Like, uh, like, yeah, I kind of, I think right now my whole thing is like collaborative storytelling. And I think that's why I'm really into yeah. D&D at the minute. I say at the minute, but it's been a couple years at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm fully more into it now to the point where I, you know, I have like some of the DM books and things like that. Yeah. With the idea of doing it my damn self sometimes. <laughs> um, because it is collaborative storytelling with yeah. people and like you have to get invested in these characters because you made them yeah <laughs> okay and everybody's so on cool. the same journey so everybody's on the same page and like the yeah. development with group. yeah, yeah. with your with your good group then you're all on the same page so i kind of i like that and you have to have a certain amount of buy-in if you're deciding to do it yeah um unless like some of my friends like who have come in for like one like game of our long-standing games and we're like what is happening <laughs> um i yeah i just i think that it's uh storytelling is 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 a life is a life raft um Mm -hmm. it's fun and i fully respect people that just like it but Mm -hmm. i i realized in this pandemonium that i really like just storytelling because i used to just say like oh books but like i by evidenced in my involvement in the Geek Bro Network for this many years, I can run my mouth about pretty much any story that we're talking about for yeah. ages. I can give you a geek more. We can fight about, uh, we can talk about books on, like I can just do it. And it's because I think yeah. I genuinely have like a genuine affection for storytelling and on its form and being the Ravenclaw brain that I am, I found a book that this guy wrote where he's like, discussing the anthropological roots of storytelling like to the greeks and romans so i think and, it has to be a reason why i love greek mythology so much like and i just adore it i'm like this shit like this like isn't just like a random like oh i went to a library when i was a kid and i enjoyed it and I, like this is probably something like you're participating in a very ancient tradition mm-hmm. when you're kind of like music that way 
right? Like we all we all react to music a certain way, and you wonder like how deeply rooted is that in us that we are entranced by a noise. We can sit around and just listen to a noise and experience a sound together, and all take something similar from that sound. That's kind of fascinating that way. And just a little different. Like my mom, when I was a kid, she was i mean it was rock to her but uh, classic rock what we would call so led zeppelin aerosmith the beatles right. like everything that was prevalent between the 60s and the 70s and she that was what was on rotation so that i had an affection for it since forever and it wasn't mm-hmm. until i was an adult that i realized she doesn't know one fucking word of any of the songs that she introduced me to because she doesn't speak english but if you fucking throw on stairway to heaven it's a party in this house. It doesn't matter what the oh. hell we were just yelling about. I know the words. My brother doesn't give a shit. But my mom and I will rock out. She doesn't know what the fuck the song is saying. And I and and it's a completely amazing experience because it's like this this thing that you're wired to like enjoy above average. Yeah. Like it's so weird. We have any songs like that that like get that get a rise out of you and you're like I don't understand this, but I love it. Me? Uh, I cannot listen to November Rain loud enough. No, but I'm saying, like, but a song you don't understand the language. Oh, a language? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that one song in German from that really German band that's re- very hev- heavy. I can't pronounce the name or the or song. That yes, do do hus. That's that's for, the you one. Know it, you know which one it is for me? Like that random Brazilian song that became really popular for a while. It's like eh, 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 eh. <laughs> like any single time that song comes on, I'm like, it's a fucking party. Let's do this. It's I am so hyped. What just happened? And you're like, party? I can be Brazilian? No, I can't. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says Gangman style. <laughs> Gangnam style. Neri's bringing up, it's actually Daki Daki, not Diki Daki. He's bringing up this song because I failed on a geek more a few years ago when we were ranking our favorite songs from 2018. And I went with like, uh, instead of saying, uh, instead of making the list true to what I wanted, which was making Shallow uh the big star star uh, stars born song my number one i flipped my mountain to what should have been my number four ended up my number one it made sense in my head (laughs) but it's this trash nothing song that to this day it's been three years and i still i'm still getting fucking roasted for it because uh because you wouldn't listen to it now like because how dare i um (laughs) Hilda says, Missy, I know someone who hosts and puts together these storytelling nights in Miami. I can send you the info. Please um, DM it to me on uh, Missy, the writer on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, whatever uh, the spirit tells you to do. Uh, Jeff says, Ramstein is the band that sings Duhast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yes. You could have told me the wrong name and I would have been like that one. I, I oh, never oh, I can. Christy's on. Christy said hi, ladies. Hello, Christy. Christy. Hey. Is the fan fiction you were talking about all the young dudes? <laughs> I think is that the is. one you love? Because that is my current, like, my obsession. I think it. So I, I, wait I, to see if she. Yes, I'm pretty sure it is because she was giving me the one million. She's like, these seven books are one million words, one point something million words, and the mm-hmm. fan fiction. And then when you were saying it, I was like, yep, dead of time. She says, dead of time. Ooh, I kind of see. I, now I have to look up another one because if it's really, really long, I want to read it. 
Instead of time, she says she also loves all the young dudes. <laughs> yes. She's yeah. my dealer. She's my dealer for fan fiction, man. We've been on a journey yeah. together. Um, before we go, I know we have like 12 minutes left. We wanted to give a shout out to Rookie because Rookie was our first bro that subscribed to our Patreon. Yay, our brand new and we love you, Rookie. We were everyone that n- that knows Rookie was like, oh, of course he was the first one. So uh, thank you for that. I don't think we have an MI the asshole uh, this today. Uh, Christy says she loves the young dudes. Young dudes had seven hundred fifteen thousand words. Uh, Jeff clapped back and said, "Of course you do, Cougar." Um, and then she said, that's not even what we're talking about, weirdos. So there's something going on in the Mercantini house right now that they're going to sort out. I'm imagining that they're on the same couch. Oh, <laughs> a, no, a thousand percent. Um, but, uh, they do this. You just gotta like, just tell me when it's my turn. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, you she's know, been. Dave and I recently like okay. realized, cause, okay, this must be like a thing we're just used to from like back in Miami. Right. Okay. Like I said, I'm very different from a lot of people here. Uh-huh. Dave and I recently, we realized that apparently we have, I think, we have the reputation of being argumentative, like, with each other. And I'm like, okay. I was, like, sitting there, I'm like, we, like, never fight. We never fight. And it's because, and it's ever. And, like, it's, be- it's because people have seen us discuss things. Like, we will talk oh my shit out. Well, we'll sit there and be like, no, don't do that. Like, well, you want to do that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, we'll say shit to each other in front mm-hmm. of people and, like, always respectfully. But we just, like, we're like, oh, come on. And, like, we'll rag on each other. And it's one of those things where I'm like, bro, that's just how people, like, st- express themselves back home. Like, I've never noticed it to be anything else. But I guess over here, like, everyone just kind of, like, puts a happy face, super polite, da 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 so, like, they never disagree with their partners in public. And, like, Dave and I, like, my whole thing is, like, don't agree with me. Like, you don't have to agree with me all the time. Like, it's okay to be, like, so you're, nah. <laughs> so, you're being, like, a counterculture. You're bringing a counterculture to Australia because they're... I really am. I'm considered loud here. And, like, I know that I, like, I know I'm loud. But, like, I'm not compared to a lot of my friends. FYI. Chrissy sending you DMs. One thing you need to know about uh, Chrissy messaging you is that what could be a paragraph is eight separate messages, but we love her. We, we love her just the same. Um, look at Yolanda. It was great to hear us be able to speak more. Thank you. Thank you. It's Thank hard you. to get a word in edgewise sometimes. You know, I found it to be difficult sometimes, but I love our boys. Um, so I think that's so interesting. So, whereas here it's uh, it's a show. Sometimes it's uh, it gets uncomfortable. Sometimes when our p- couples argue in front of me, uh, it doesn't happen often. But I get so uncomfortable that I do like the look what you're doing to Chandler dance. I'm like, please, if you want to break up, that's fine. Just don't do it in front of me. Like, let me leave first. I don't want to be part of this memory. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that, yeah. no, no. Um, yeah. But so like, I don't um, like, like, oh, I was trying to explain it the other week where like, you know, how people being part of your breakup memories. My uh-huh. mother is part of one of mine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because like me and an ex were like bakery, my ex-husband. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, goodness. And at some point she said, it on. she's like, guys, really, like at some point you have to like decide, are you going to do this or are you not? And then he was like, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> 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 That's 
I mean, I know it's not funny. I know it's funny now, but oh my God, that's at amazing. The moment, traumatizing. At the moment, traumatizing. Now, hilarious. Because I constantly oh love, and now I get to rag on her all the time and be like, you divorced me. <laughs> you, <laughs> you're the one. That's hilarious. Um, but does he get uncomfortable? Like, I'm sure he doesn't get uncomfortable with the fact that you're, you're chill or not you're now. Like, direct. Like, not now. Yeah. Like, so not now. Like Dave, so Dave himself, like needed to work on his communication on his own. Like he, like, even when he and I first got together, he was kind of more repressed, things like that. Like, so it was kind of one of those things where it was kind of me like pulling him, like, you know, when you had like hold the baby's hands and help them walk. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like it was me being like, say your words, use your words, Correct. use your words. Because like, I understand your intention, but use your words because sometimes right, right, I'm right. distracted and I'm not going to understand you. Um, um yeah. that's, but so he's never lost his temper. Uh, well, I mean, okay, maybe I'm getting too real, but what I'm saying like, is like, like, I'm like, I'm like sitting here, I'm like, <laughs> well, um, no, because I'm just seeing like, a t- he's, like he's a- reached his limits. Like he's reached his limits and stuff with things, but he he doesn't he doesn't have a temper the way Latino men have a temper. Oh my god. Dave very much like he will do the I'm disappointed. <laughs> like, no! like he will just like it's worse because like, he'll get quiet and like if I've noticed if I've hurt him, then I feel way worse. I feel way worse about something. And because also even- if he gets quiet on me, I'm just like you have to and you'll have to know because i i think he's he's a good he's a good seed i think you you have to know also that it's like genuine it's not even like a play because there are couples that yeah. will like now i'm gonna do this because then i'm gonna get this reaction and i th- i don't feel like that's true for you guys and that has to be just no. <laughs> yeah well because we we kind of we do have a, a large amount of respect for each other so we do kind of we we agreed on things that we can't do to just hurt the other person i am very sensitive to someone putting a wall in front of me and not continuing the discussion and shutting Mm -hmm. me out Mm -hmm. can't do it because i need Mm -hmm. to communicate i need Mm -hmm. to work this brain out Mm -hmm. he knows that and he will he will sit up to like three in the morning with me like talking he'll be exhausted as fuck and next day i have to put up with tired dave (laughs) but he'll do it and the next day we're putting up a tire day because he listened to me. I'll be like extra nice to him. And I'll be like, right, right, right. You, you just you, chill. I you will earned do. it. Yeah. You can get a day off, bud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you get to just chill on the couch because I talked to you after like 3 a.m. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, like it's, it's kind of one of those things where he knows, like he knows not to shut me out and I know not to push him away. Like <gasps> if oh I God. Physically pull away from Dave or decide to shut, like, not continue a discussion or anything like that, that hurts him. So, like, neither of us, like, we've never gotten to the place where we, like, curse at each other and da da da. And it's just so, so nice. That's so great. I can't wait for that. I don't even know if I would know. I know, I know for sure. Like, I guess that's a. a benefit of being alone for for the, the, the stretch that I have is because I've yeah. really made it a point to kind of learn what I will and won't accept. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing for me, I think one of my big triggers w- is definitely like, and this is across the board. It's not just in a, a intimate relationship, but um, don't, don't gaslight me. Even yeah. if, even if you have scientific fact that I'm wrong or I'm panicking, 
uh, don't gaslight. There's just certain ways you shouldn't phrase things and just and being like, no, that's not happening. Being like, just being like, oh, my intention is this, this, like explain shit so that I understand well, where you're coming from. There's sure, that. But- and then there's like, or I don't know if this is gaslighting, but if I, if, if I'm in a situation and I'm feeling a certain way, uh, I feel a lot of things. Uh, that's just, uh, that's how I'm built. I I've mastered it, I think. But, um, but if I feel like X, Y, Z, don't try to correct it. Don't try to tell me that's not, no, but yeah. I'm sorry. I made feel you feel this feeling and it's already too late. It's been felt. I'm big on that. I'm like, if you're feeling what you're feeling, like what, if, whatever it is that you're feeling is true be, be, by the mere fact that you're feeling it, it may not mm-hmm. stick. It may not, it may not be set in stone because the context or you're too in it. Like I, I get that there's context, there's tons of factors in it, but mm-hmm. never, never discredit what I'm feeling because that, that sends me fast. Um, yeah, I get that. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that who, whoever's on the way uh, understands that out the gate. Or, or is built that way to begin with because I'd, yeah, I'd love, just have to be set out beginning. I I just love to. That's something I tell my girlfriends all the time too. I'm like, listen, I don't know about successful relationships, but I do know what will fuck them up, and and you have to set a standard. It's kind of important too, though. <laughs> you you have to set a standard from the beginning yeah. because and what's you okay slide, it's gonna keep sliding. Like, because pe- because two things what you what you're okay with in the beginning is just going to be assumed is okay for the entire uh, duration of the relationship mm-hmm. and number two people will do what you let them do so if you yeah. let somebody call you out of your name six months in six years down the road they're gonna they're gonna double and triple that like it's just gonna that's just a I've never not seen it happen yeah. so anyway I we got set Ooh. um am I the yeah, asshole? asshole I'll read it um. Okay. Because I feel like you're the mom. This is a mom situation. So you're the subject matter expert here. Am I the asshole for making a deal with my mother-in-law, which led to her never meeting my children? Did I do this? I don't know. This is what Neri sent me. Uh, I have three kids ranging from 15 to eight. And I've been happily in no contact with my mother-in-law for 16 years. When I met. My mother-in-law, she absolutely hated me. She had been cool with past girlfriends. Everyone swore she was so nice and laid back when I wasn't around, but she despised me. She did everything she could to exclude me, and she was always taking digs. I'm not the type to take the, the lying down, and it turned nasty. I know I said things I am not proud of. My husband tried to stick up for me. He tried to set boundaries, but my mother-in-law would rather be right than happy. He tried putting her in timeout. Yeah, wait, wait, we did do this. You did do we it. Did do this. I'm the, am I the asshole? Well, then I guess we can't trust the 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 guy with the ADHD. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, I sent you one. I guess the only one. But I, I sent feel you. like what did you guys agree on? Because I, I wasn't here uh, last time. The the, um, the lady. Well, no, we kind of everyone's the asshole, and we. I personally was thinking that the guy was particularly the asshole because if you keep reading forward, he gets he keeps meeting up with the mom even when they all get cut off and they oh. just have their own relationship except from the children. And he's never bothered introducing her to the children. It was a cool thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did that. We I'm did getting that another and- one. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, here we go. Am I, the ass- <laughs> Am I the asshole for making my wife choose between me and her best friend? Here we go. Let's go. Is it the wedding one, Mary? Because we did that one too. 
I'm 36. I'm a male 36. I'm preparing for my upcoming surgery at the end of May. I have respiratory. Yep, this one? God damn it, Neri. Mary. You know what? Let's just keep talking about relationships because we haven't even yeah. started talking about periods or, or, or birth yet. And I think we should take advantage because <laughs> I don't want to hear counter argument about how it's equally as hard for men <laughs> when we're the ones with the fucking not. Um, yeah, there, there one TikTok that I saw uh, a few days ago that was like... Uh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff says Nary's the asshole. <laughs> yeah, but the other day I had like a moment with him and I was like, oh my God, you're such an asshole. And he's like, you're not new. You're not new here. Like, come on. <laughs> um, There was a TikTok that came across my page. I was like, anything a man can do, a woman can do bleeding. And I was like, you know, not wrong. <laughs> not totally wrong. Because <laughs> I knew that, yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't, I can't, uh, come with one. I think so. I'm like seeing the comments. Just, in the so, second, wait, in the okay, corner, here we go. So, having- Nary's the asshole. Hi, Yolanda Jeff. comes in and tells us we did that one too. Chris yeah. responds to her husband, Shh, and then says, Vanessa, Vanessa says, agreed with, with Jeff. <laughs> That that he that Nary's the asshole. To which Christy said, "You're drunk. Come to bed." And Jeff very bravely said, you <laughs> "Why are you apostrophe <laughs> re?" So he's gonna Ooh. die today. He's yeah. Dead. So yeah. Well, tomorrow when we find out that he's missing, we know why. Oh my God! Why is Nicholas Shea trending? Why is Nicholas Shea trending? Be alive, please, or don't be a jerk. Oh, okay. Oh. He's on the he's on Mass Singer. Do you watch the show? No. <laughs> oh, here comes Christy. She really do a lot of reality. She buffed TV. it again. You're the asshole. No, you, you are. are. Yeah. <laughs> so like this is like, what it's like you... to. This is what it's like to. Uh, to let your a, friends have a comment section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Place. No, and just to just to overall be in constant conversation. This happens all the time. No, you are. It's Y O U apostrophe R E. You're an asshole. You said it wrong again. Like that. That's that's. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, before, wait. Uh, Have you just been sent another one? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go to the feed and pick one. To the Am I the Asshole feed. Oh, okay, cool. All Am right. I an asshole for adopting a cat that has a penis on his face and naming him Richard? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a genius. Simple. Don't even have to read the story. <laughs> Next. You sir are brilliant. <laughs> well, just, let's just judge There's the a picture of it. There's a picture of the cat, too. Oh, man. Is it actually a very obvious dick? Yes, it is a penis on the cat's uh, face. Um, like a patch? Like the hair grew in a penis shape? Yes. Um, brilliant. Yeah, you're not the asshole. You're am I an right. asshole? Oh, this is a good one. Am I an asshole for disinviting a co-worker for perpetually spoiling things? This triggers people. Almost every Friday, my co-workers and I, co-workers and I will go out and get drinks and socialize. Mm-hmm. Do you live in America? Let's start there. Because <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. More often than not, it's an open invitation for the entire office. And even people outside of our team will join. We typically have a great time, but only when Logan, 20 single male, doesn't show. Logan means well, but is easily excitable and engages people in conversations they're not interested in. Jeffrey, whatever you're typing, stop. The worst of his behavior has to do with spoiling movies, shows, games, etc. 
Uh-huh. A few weeks ago, I mentioned that I had tickets to see the new Mortal Kombat movie over the weekend. Logan lit up and immediately responded, you'll love the scene where blank happens and when blank shows up. I was bummed and walked away without continuing the conversation. Later that same night, Amy, another co-worker, was discussing a TV show she was a few episodes behind in. Logan bl- blurts out, I can't believe that blank died in this episode. She's probably talking about Grace. Let's be real. Um, in sure. episode whatever number, Amy, who had obviously not yet watched it went silent and turned away logan laughed and said i just can't help it i get too excited none of us were amused a few days later in our team only group chat someone brought up logan's tendency to spoil things and admitted it that they wished he weren't invited to our outings because of it multiple people agreed and began to list everything logan had spoiled for them with this in mind i didn't add logan to the email invite for the next week's hangout he noticed he never got an invite and began to ask around as i was the one who'd written the email he was eventually directed to me wow teamwork guys he pulled me aside as i left for lunch under the bus bro. and let me know i excluded and and let me know i excluded him by mistake they're actual quotes uh rather than try and play it off i just told him the truth that the fact that he spoils everything is obnoxious and rude i told him that joining conversations just to spoil things is bad enough but he also starts conversations with spoilers there's an exclamation point, but it's too late for me to scream. Logan was immediately <laughs> defensive, claiming it's not his fault. We're slow to watch slash play slash etc. And then he's just making conversation. I told him that if he swore he'd be more conscious about this habit, that he would join us that Friday. He came and lo and behold, spoiled the plot of a movie I wanted to see in theaters. Out of frustration, I called him a dick and told him that this is exactly why no one socializes with him. He left soon after, and even though I said what everyone was thinking, I felt like an asshole. Am I the asshole? Edit one. A few weeks ago, we had lunch catered at all, and all joined in the break room. A co-worker had brought a book to read during lunch, and Logan saw the cover, pulled up the Wikipedia, and read the entire synopsis aloud including the big twist ending i asked him why my he... whole thing just shifted <laughs> my whole thing just shifted i asked him why he would do that and he responded why not edit two acting out bro the book was gone girl by julian <laughs> he ruined gone girl <laughs> So let's see what the, our audience participation says. Vanessa says, not the asshole. Expand. Okay, the main guy writing. Yes, yes, yes. The main okay, guy, the guy The main guy is not the asshole. Jeff says, Logan is a super asshole. Uh, I, I yeah, would like say before you. Before I was going to say he was a bit of an innocent asshole, but now I'm like, no, 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 sir. No, no, no. You pulled up the You didn't even know about the thing. You just wanted, like, you just wanted to shit on it. Like, no. Oh, my God. Listen. Step too far, my good man. I have, and I used to, I used to, uh, somebody else's type. Vanessa, stop, stop it. Uh, so there's, there's a, uh, so there's a friend she's no way uh, connected to the geek bro network but when i tell you this is one of the most even tempered people i've ever been around Mm -hmm. in in the dynamic of our friendship i am the accelerator (laughs) you know she's in the dynamic of our friendship she's i'm the accelerator in terms of emotions and she's the break she will talk me off a fucking ledge faster than than most people 
Okay. Me and Dave. I am. The, That's ah, why when hey. when people know that I'm out of ten, they kind of like, hey, you want to go talk to her? <laughs> like they do that. Yeah. This girl, if you spoil something for, and I mean like, I mean like anything, like what shirt they were wearing. I've mm -hmm. seen her lose her shit, like slam her fist down, get up and walk out of restaurants because another friend ruined. But that was a big fucking spoiler because another friend, uh, Stephanie, the other Stephanie, she was mm -hmm. like, she didn't say that she didn't announce who had died that episode of Grey's. It was a fucking huge uh, character. So all she did was, oh man, Grace fans are going to really be mad. And she, that's all she said. She didn't say who mm -hmm. it was. And my other friend was like, <sighs> and walked out of the restaurant pissed because it was pretty obvious who it was. But why, why do yeah. that? And, and, you know, spoiling something by mistake is one thing. <laughs> Pulling up a Wikipedia, Wikipedia link, bro. Because initially I was going to be like, oh, everyone else is a bit of the asshole because they didn't tell them ahead of time that this was bothering them. And da -da -da. they went about it passive aggressively. But after that, I'm like, nope. Exactly. Yolanda says Logan is pissing me off and I don't even know him. Yeah, I want to find him. That's we not all cool. know someone like him. Yeah, we there's all... always there's a Logan in every group. Uh Jess says also whatever uh whoever buys the tickets to theaters for Mortal Kombat when you can just have to find a friend to give you HBO Max for free is the asshole. <laughs> Uh, Jeff and I share an HBO Max account, so that's funny. Um, <laughs> but uh I, I don't yeah that, that you're it seems like you're going out of your way my dude and you need to talk to somebody about that because and then the yeah. thing is is that getting a rise out of people i understand the thought process behind that there are several people in my life that are like that i understand he was probably just being petty but like he was being petty with another person who wasn't the person who told him something unpleasant I, right? I, I, so I would watching out to the whole group and just being like, you're all asking. Yeah, yeah, just being destructive. Like, doing the thing they didn't like you to do, you're just proving them more right. You're, you're, you're being destructive for the same, like, for the sake of being destructive. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be friends with coworkers, and this is why. <laughs> well, I enjoy working from home a lot. <laughs> um, but. I, I I don't understand that. That's like an impulse to be an asshole that that is like dangerous because I feel like you're the kind of person that might kill cats like for fun. I, I don't know. Like <laughs> if you if you willingly spoil things. If you, but yeah, I mean well. like it's different if you're like let's say you saw the movie like it's a, I was I was kind of like one foot in one foot out up yeah. until the edits because if you're going out of your way. To pull up a Wikipedia page, my dude, like you got, we got to talk about this because that's, yeah, that's just someone at that point, you're just stamp. You're not like, oh, I'm so excited. I say it. you're like, oh, there's a thing you like. I'm going to stamp out the joy in the thing. You that's like. fucking awful. Here comes Neri. Some people just want the world to watch the world burn. Yes. Yeah. Alfred, and how they want to spoil it for you when it's going to burn. Yeah. It's going to like, don't tell me when I'm going to die. I don't want to know when I'm going to die. Let me, let me yeah, deal with it when I get like, there. Whenever people are like, oh, there's like those websites that tell you your death day and the death clock. I'm like, I've never gone on them. I don't <laughs> like, care. Even as a joke. Not even as a joke. I'm like, no, thank you. What, what, I'm, first of all, oh, what do I'm I do with that information? <laughs> I'm, I'm an anxious human being as it is. I don't need that. Like when the Mayan calendar thing popped up, I <laughs> knew nothing me. was going to happen. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that I didn't like at that point of the day go, Okay. <laughs> like here. the what? Like the <laughs> no. There's just so many different ways that I can play it, and that's something that 
it's like a, a therapy tool that you're supposed to stop yourself when you're like running the tape or I'm running yeah. the tape because nine times out of 10, you're just, it's like a, it's a, it's a defense mechanism where you're trying to, I'm trying to play out every possible fucking scenario of this one situation. And the thing is, is that 10 times out of 10, when I've done that, the thing that I invented in my brain is not what ended up happening. (laughs) So we just got to leave it alone. Don't tell me when I'm going to die. I'm cool. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't don't need to know that that giant likes Chinese satellite was going to fall out of the sky and everything like that. And like all of a sudden every single media thing being like, it could hit one of these large populated cities. And I'm like, I watched I I was already at this place mentally where I was like, cool. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, you know what? At this point, it kind of feels like karma. Like, you know, like just it's bring it. And I would say that um, there was that. And I was like, also, I was like, man, I watch uh, Armageddon and uh, Deep Impact in theaters. Like, I'm not worried. It's fine. Ben Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis will save us. Yeah. Oh, God. The The hand touching to the screen video still chokes me up. Oh my God, that's that's my friend, my friend Olivia, and then and Neri knows why I'm emphasizing, but uh, he's trying to steal her from me, and you know what? It's not gonna fucking work. The thing that I was talking about it with another friend. I don't have emotional rea- I can have an emotional reaction to pretty much any scenario except <laughs> except for parent situations, except for stepmom. I'm not dead inside, but like father daughter things or like mother daughter relationships. Well, I mean, I don't have a react. I know you're a mom now, so you probably you can relate in that way. But in my non procreating brain, it does nothing for me, with the exception. Of stepmom and Bruce Willis saying goodbye to Liv Tyler in Armageddon. Right. That was the first scene in theaters that ever made me choke up growing up. That I was the mean, first time ever. That was the first time to that ever this made me day. Up. I have to be careful about listening to the Aerosmith song from Armageddon because if it's the wrong day, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm like, yeah. Just well, I've always loved jamming out to it, but then there was like one day I was like singing it to my son and then I was like, <laughs> ah, you're growing up so fast. <laughs> Yeah, I oh, the get hormones it. Are no joke, though. The hormones are no joke. The other, like, a few weeks ago, he sat up for the first time, and Dave was in the middle of being super excited about it, and I was like, "Oh, good job!" <laughs> oh oh no! Because it's one of the things I'm so proud of him. But he's also like, every little thing he does, the baby goes away. Like <laughs> the little baby goes away, Aww. and in its place is his little toddler. And I'm gonna love the hell out of that toddler. I love the toddler so much. I miss the baby already, even though he's right in front of me. It's such a weird, such a weird existence. Oh man, that's hilarious. Um, so I think that's it for tonight. This was so much fun. We should start our own podcast. <laughs> and just fucking talk about girl stuff. Um I did want to mention before we go, and I'm not going to do it the way you do, Neri, so I apologize, but we do have a cash app, and that cash app is the dollar sign. I, my, my eyesight is really blurry. Woobro pod. Yes. It's the dollar sign Woobro pod. If you so feel uh, moved, then um, uh, please send us uh, whatever you feel like, uh, you know, donating. We'll use to the production value of our, our little... Um, mom and pop show we also have a patreon and that's patreon.com i feel like forward slash woobro pod neri if you're listening can you um correct me in the comments please uh 
uh, Olivia says, wait till they hit uh, start preteen years. I don't want to. Honestly, Olivia, we're trying to ease her into this. So, like, let her have this decade. <laughs> I don't, don't want to. <laughs> let her have this decade. Olivia has a preteen daughter. So, we got to pray for her. We got to say a prayer for her because yeah. it's coming. Um, Yes, Neri said that the yes, I know that the cash app was correct, but I don't know if the if the Patreon was correct. I think we're Wubopod on all Yeah. I think we are Wubopod. Um if we're not, we'll make sure to correct ourselves. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for everyone who was commenting and participating. Steph, I love you so much. Love you too. I applied for a job to work for Lucasfilms in Australia and I was like, I know people there, so it's gonna be fine if you wanna hire me. So yeah. they shot me down, but I'm gonna keep trying. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, there's so many studios here now. There yeah, are so many studios. It was like a HR partner, and I was like, I can pay me half my salary. Just let me go live in Australia where it's safe and there's no guns. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know of one company here. I'll tell you off there. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you again for watching. We love you so much, and that's how girl pods are done. <laughs> oh, yeah, the noises, but just play them in your head. <laughs>